Chapter 22 Humanity, Inc. This quote is by Arthur Schopenhauer. All truth passes through three stages. First, it is ridiculed. Second, it is violently opposed. Third, it is accepted as being self-evident. Almost every morning while riding this section of the book, I would ride my bike up the trail between Boulder Creek and Canyon Boulevard. On my way back, I would stop at Spruce Confections on Pearl Street to get a drink and collect my thoughts before heading home. On this particular day, I'm sitting at one of the curbside tables when a gray Ford F-150 parks next to me. Out of the car comes a young woman who goes to the parking meter to pay for her time at the curb. Without provocation, she turns towards me and announces in her distinct British accent, I'm just going to pop in and get a coffee, but I have a sleeping baby in the car. Sensing her need, I offer to get her drink, to which she replies by opening the door of the truck so I can watch the child inside. Upon returning, she suggests we change seats so that she can keep better watch and then asks what I'm writing. I tell her that during my ride, I remembered some details to include in a book I'm writing, to which she asks, what's your book about? As I consider the best way to answer her, ever seeking the most direct route, I take one not before explored that revealed something I'd previously overlooked. Truthfully, until that moment, I didn't understand what this book was about, even though I knew it was predicated on the belief that the world of business had failed to fulfill its promise to society. Yet, in proceeding from that perspective, I was unable to see that the cause of our difficulties didn't lie there, but within our business of being human. For in allowing ourselves to become subject to the dictates of fear, we weren't doing our job, and had unknowingly become the source of all that challenged us. But, most importantly, for the same reason that our problems did not arise from the world of business, we also needed to understand that our efforts there would never save us unless and until we restored our practice of being human. Sitting there, as the implications of this insight deepened, I realized that corporate CPR never referred to the corporations of the world, but to each of us as participants in the corporate body of Humanity, Inc. So, what's the business of Humanity, Inc.? It's to live without fear. When we do, we release ourselves from the dictates of our false identity and begin to live authentically in the present moment. This is our true work that comes before every consideration of gender, age, religion, nationality, beliefs, and profession. As a guide, then, it's not the purpose of this book to tell others what to think, feel, or do, nor is it about dismissing the wisdom of our elders, cultures, philosophies, or religions. But it is about educating others how to use the map that exists to guide us from here, where we are, to there, where we want to be, so that we may fearlessly navigate the territory in between. There's a map. Most of us are familiar with using a map to navigate the exterior landscapes of our world and know, for example, if we want to travel from Denver to San Francisco, that heading west is probably a good idea. Or if you're like my wife looking at the map, you might simply say go left. But when we find ourselves in an undesirable or hostile place, we don't need a map to tell us how to escape. We take the shortest route that gets us away. In this instance, we're not looking to arrive somewhere 
so much as we want to not be where we currently are, and this makes sense when moving from one physical place to another. How then does this aid us in our navigation of the interior landscape of our world when we want to go from places of fear, anger, or depression towards those of peace, happiness, and contentment? We can't just say head east, west, up, down, right, or take that left at the next corner because we don't know those directions with respect to where we are any more than the landscape we must travel through. In other words, we have no idea how to read the map of our life. Instead, we attempt to navigate towards peace, happiness, or contentment by seeking it in the next job, vacation, relationship, business deal, house, car, or diet, just as if we're traveling in the exterior world. We even promise ourselves that, when I get that new job, house, raise, relationship, then I will be happy and successful. Basically, we hold our quality of life hostage until we give ourselves permission to be who we are based upon our arrival at some external destination. I know I can't speak for others, but this was what I did for the majority of my life, even though it never, ever worked. So why do we do this? It really is a matter of education, for we have not been taught how to navigate our interior. In fact, we have never even been told that we have one or that all our thoughts, including beliefs, concepts, ideas, opinions, and judgments, are points of interest, coordinates, and landmarks of a path, any more than we are taught how our emotions, boredom, depression, anger, fear, joy, compassion, and contentment, our energy and motion that tell us about the direction, distance, angle of approach, and our velocity in relation to them. The truth is that we have never been taught how to make our way through life, which makes arriving at destinations extremely difficult. By comparison, when traveling west on Interstate 80, we might not see San Francisco from our starting point, but at least we know its general direction with respect to where we are. We know the path we need to take and can read the signs along the way telling us how much longer until we arrive. We even know how fast we're supposed to go. But when we find ourselves in shame, guilt, failure, feeling not good enough or not belonging, they seem to surround us, muddling any sense of direction. Even so, when our desire is to escape such feelings, having made a habit of trying to get away, we take any route possible and don't care so much where we end up so long as we don't have to be there anymore. And while this works well enough in the exterior world when faced with an upsetting situation or a dangerous confrontation, when we're talking about the landscape that exists on the inside, where is a way? More importantly, what is the direction we must take towards the love, peace, and contentment we desire as a person? looking for the how and where of his own map to show him the way, I was surprised to discover that I'd already been given it when in high school, even though I doubt my teachers were aware of the lesson they were providing me. Nonetheless, this is why I now say that everything I needed to know about life I learned in geometry. <laughs> 